0: Thank you everybody who's been tuning in to the show. This is Bruno Explains It All. I am Anthony, your favorite friendly neighborhood podcaster, streaming straight out of New York City. And of course, keeping the co-pilot seat warm is my brother.
1: Hey, how's it going, guys? Glad to be back,
0: finally. And everybody's BFF. There's two topics that I wanted to talk about, but JB just hit me with something that was so funny. Why is Natalie Nunn beefing with Jesus? With <laughs> beefing with Gypsy Rose Blanchard,
1: uh, the Zeus yeah. Network, they had um contacted Gypsy to uh host uh Baddies East, if I'm not mistaken, and you know, she declined. And so, after I guess, after she declined them, then I guess Natalie Nunn slid into her DMs to ask her to do the same, and you know, she declined, and I guess you know, she proceeded to post the, the conversation on her Instagram, the screenshots, and Natalie Nunn had wrote to her saying um, that she didn't appreciate her attitude and if she could remove the uh the screenshots. And... But what, what attitude exactly? Hey, like she politely said, how do you "Thank post you." Something and then have some. She politely having... said thank you and just posted the interaction. She didn't say anything bad about them. She didn't come at them. She just anything.
0: said, "Hey, look at this offer I got."
1: Yeah, and then she declined. And then Natalie's like, um, oh, she didn't appreciate the attitude well, maybe, or the way you're talking or something like that. I'm like, just
0: being devil's advocate. Maybe Natalie Nunn felt like she was sort of bragging. Look what I turned down.
1: I mean, I could see that. I could see that. Because it's like, why are you making such a big... I mean, like, you know... Like, you could have like, just yeah. said that you
0: were offered uh, yeah. an opportunity to host Baddies and you, right. you couldn't. But to post the correspondence between Natalie and yourself, right, I don't uh, know.
1: I don't know. I get... I mean, probably Natalie probably felt like it was kind of like embarrassing, you know? Like oh, oh we she reached, tried to reach oh, out re- to Gypsy. Oh, we got, reached out and we got dubbed, and then you're posting you got dubbed, it. Like and then you're posting then, it. Yeah, so nah, I guess so, I, I I
0: can see it. where Natalie might have misconstrued the that. lines. But aside from Gypsy and Natalie, there are two things that I really want to talk about. First is col- the tipping culture have you ever heard of tipping culture you
1: mean like tip your waiters and stuff yeah uh-huh
0: are, are you a tipper
1: uh i mean i tip based on service not because i'm supposed to write.
0: so how do you feel about these places like um for example like your local coffee shop where you go in you order your drink and all they're doing is hitting buttons on the screen but yet they flip it over so that you could tip them
1: so based on that interaction like do you when, would you tip them I wouldn't. If, if you're all you're doing, if register. all you doing is, oh hey, what can I get you? Oh, is that all? Woo, 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 woo. Your total is this much. I pay, and then it's like, oh, turn it over. Oh, you can leave a tip if you want, or you know, why would I leave? You? It was such a plain bland interaction like i I tip the people who are like you're doing your job hello good morning like how can i help you or how's your day going Uh, whatever you know customer service i mean i've worked in a restaurant a a very busy restaurant in fact in manhattan um and you know we were always smile on your face you know be polite always check Smile on
0: facebook curse you out behind your back
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it happens you know it happens you know I mean, customer's always right, but, you know, yeah. you always got to keep a smile on.
0: But um, my point is it's these systems where they're doing the minimal, giving you the minimal service, but they're expecting a full tip. All right, in Uber or Lyft, would you
1: tip your driver? Uh, it depends. I mean, if it's just a quiet, straight ride through and through, then I don't.
0: Like, by chance, if I was to spark a conversation with my driver and I find out that he's having a hard time in life, I might be inclined to tip him.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: But I'm so used to a cab service, you're just paying a it's fee... To go to and from. To go from one location to another. Right. Why do I have to give you an additional tip? The ride itself is pricey.
1: Well, actually from what like, I, I'm not
0: paying for but, a $5 Uber, I'm paying for $20, $25 Uber's, maybe $30 and then on top of that you want a tip as well?
1: Well, from what, what are you? Doing I other heard, than driving me? From what I found out that um Uber drivers, I don't know about everybody else, but I know Uber drivers, they don't like let's they don't say, make let's, the full fare. Yeah, like, I know Yeah, of. like let's say if you pay like 60 of. bucks, they probably get like maybe like 15 bucks from that.
0: Yeah, uh, that's like crazy. Like 20 bucks. Yeah, they don't uh.
1: really I mean, my thing is, all right. If your car is nice, it's clean, like it's supposed to. You're not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna give you a tip because your car is clean. Your car's supposed to be clean. What are you doing driving people like this around? Your if dro- your car is dirty, this is, is, is your dirty, job like-
0: to drive me from this location to the next location. So why right. do I have to give you an additional tip for? doing your job
1: but now if you sit there like oh hey how's your day going oh this this, isn't that like you spark up a conversation or if you're like oh hey um do you want me to turn the music up or oh, do you need a charger like you know like those people that go out their way to i'm inclined to tip
0: someone a driver like that yeah like i'll tip you has snacks and beverages because there's cars you get in there and they'll have like the water there and and they like help yourself uber doesn't pay for those pocket of mints so I'm inclined to tip that person because just to keep pay it forward in a way, right. you know, to keep that sort of service for myself. If I'm lucky to get that driver again right. and for the people behind me, like, oh, this is a vibe. This is an experience. You come in, you're comfortable. It's spacious. Yeah. He might be playing um, switch to a particular station that you like. All those, you know, help me make the decision to tip them but if it's just a regular car ride i'm not going to give you a fucking tip i'm not going to give you a tip for that's like what's next mcdonald's can i get a number one and then they flip it over and i'm going to give you a tip just for hitting number one for me that doesn't make any sense and i've noticed that a lot of people have been complaining about it so i just no, you bring it up
1: i mean like like i said like um i based on service you know it's not just oh well you should know that waiters don't make much in hourly wage and they get paid more in tips like okay so then earn your tip but you know, just because you get paid more in tips doesn't mean you're entitled to a tip. There's because a cons- you make more in tips. When it
0: comes to waiters and stuff like that, there's like a conspiracy that I'm sort of believing that these companies are underpaying these waiters just for the simple fact because they know us Americans we're gullible, we're empathetic, we're compassionate, we're thoughtful for yeah. the most part, and we're gonna feel bad for these people and we're gonna tip them.
1: I mean, I'm gonna be honest when I worked in so the that
0: restaurant, sucks like- ass, like.
1: No, yeah, when I was when, when I worked in um You're making min- in the restaurant business. Were
0: you making minimum wage was, or below minimum wage when you were yeah, at below, the
1: restaurant? Below minimum wage. So, so you're making
0: below minimum wage with the promise that the tips uh-huh. are yours. Mm-hmm. How did they split your tips?
1: Um so the restaurant I worked at we did a tip pool. So all the tips get added between everybody like everybody's gets um like let's say if I get tips the other person gets his we'll give our tips in everything gets added at the end of the week, and then each department gets a certain percentage. So the the bartenders get the most because they handle liquor and they handle more interactions with the customers because, you know, the customers sit at the bar. So oh, they, have to okay, I they, have, they have to conversate with I them. I was about to argue. Like.
0: I was going to argue. Um, listen, if I'm taking the drink order and I'm going to the bartender to get the drink and serving it, why the fuck are they getting most of the tip? You're not seeing the yeah, person. Then, but I do understand if the that the customers are at the bar
1: yeah know. and then surprisingly like it may not look like it but bartenders usually bar like the bars usually are the busiest is the busiest area because they got to make the drinks for the tables and the drinks for the people at the bar itself. oh that's right and that's they have right. to cut up the food you know, i okay. have to make, i can respect like, make it. the drinks cut up the fruits you know it, it's a lot to being a bartender I can like respect it's not it. you know um i was a um i just a runner like i ran the food to the table so i got i think it was like seven percent or seven point five percent, but in tips a week I'd make like four or five hundred dollars on top of my like two three hundred dollar hours. You were day. making
0: four to five hundred dollars in tips a week, yeah, a week,
1: yeah. But I, I worked so the, in I worked so, in Forty Second Street, so the uh, tip
0: Bradbury. pool works then, yeah,
1: to to an extent. i I have
0: a love-hate relationship with just the idea of a tip pool.
1: i mean because if they did it with i just feel like if if
0: if, if i'm providing a better service than you who's sitting next to me the fuck i'm we're splitting it at the end of the week you get what i'm saying like i I could be going home with a thousand dollars because but because there's a tip pool and we're gonna split it all now i'm leaving with 500 i mean it's greedy to think like that i guess but i don't feel like you should win based on my service like what if my service that i'm providing to my clients are way better than you what if i'm treating them better what if you're a dick you're an ass
1: no yeah yeah, you're still that actually you know you get what i'm become saying become an issue like a lot of the waiters i'm like sure every waiters, place has they one had, of their they had, you know, had an issue with that like some of the waiters because they didn't like they didn't like the fact that's like oh but if i'm bringing in this amount of tips why do i have to split it with everybody else yeah but right. i think some restaurants do that to make it fair for everybody else because they pay such little in hourly wage uh,
0: i guess they're trying to make it a fair playing game because of the
1: yeah because um hourly okay. I was getting I think it was like $12 an hour $12 like, yeah it's like 12 an hour and
0: minimum wage was at what when you were working at this restaurant uh 15.
1: Was, oh it was 15 was, yeah, yeah it was, so it was recent. Yeah, this was like uh two years ago how,
0: how long like has the too? minimum wage been $15 in New York for uh, about two years two three years I
1: think when if I'm not mistaken I think when Donald Trump came into office okay and then they just recently raised it to 16 Okay. Yeah, I think starting the beginning of this year, actually, January 1st, I think it, they jumped it to $16 an hour. Oh. So, yeah, so it was at 15 for, like, a good, I think, like, maybe four three four years or something like that around that time frame around there all righty yeah but you know restaurants will always charge i mean pay you less than minimum wage because of the hourly i mean the tips
0: i'm hearing like these stories from people from like my generation when they were waiters and stuff like that and i'm hearing three dollars an hour 5.25 an hour and i'm like whoa
1: how the I hell were you surviving back waiters there? actually make less an hour because they get paid so much in tips and bartenders as well because bartenders well from where i was working at bartenders are making i think like 10 percent of the tips so bartenders a week they'd be making over a thousand dollars a week just because of tips alone wow makes
0: just me because want to become a bartender
1: no that's why a lot of college students you see it uh, it was a lot of students we used to have a lot of people like um people in theater school i have always dated. that's
0: one of the professions there's a lot. that's a like the, of. that's like
1: the american dream that like when you think of waiters you think college student all right. Or I'm gonna go to college in New York and I'm just gonna be a waiter. Like that's right. just like that's how it happened in movies. No, but it's
0: just like. so funny when you hear these stories it's like, Oh, I waited tables until I got my big break. Like when right. it's like an yeah, actor exactly, or something. Exactly. And it's See, just that's like
1: it's like, like the dream oh or- right everybody's
0: so there's a lot of catching up to do we haven't recorded an episode in about a week or two because we both got sick i had like the worst flu
1: and then you passed it on to me i swear
0: <laughs> but we had minimal interaction so i don't know how the hell you Look, got it
1: Did you see that whole coverage can fill of tissues oh that my god just from- i'm
0: guessing it was the remote that probably, i handed to you you know it's
1: funny i was thinking the same thing i was like probably it was the remote because i we barely said like you was out there half asleep on the couch i wasn't here majority yeah, of the time. yeah like for it wasn't like me. we wasn't sitting next
0: to each other so i got the flu because of my Mom. My mom got the entire house sick, and then I started a new job, which is so funny, because, oh God, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about the underpaid people being yeah, yeah, underpaid yeah, yeah. and being stuff underpaid, like
1: that. Yeah, the, the the, well no, the tip culture, tip culture. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah,
0: it was just so weird to me. And so we were talking. Wait, talk- do
1: you guys make tips at gyms?
0: No, unless unless they're. These I mean, people I mean, are I... giving them money And they're hiding it from us But I'm, I'm a manager at a gym now So I'm not gonna say the name So you guys Congratulations,
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you Thank you Yeah but I'm a manager at a gym now I've, I made a full week so it's super exciting i'm off the weekend so and i'm feeling a lot better so thank you everybody were you
1: off every weekend or is your schedule switch
0: well we're gonna alternate i might alternate a saturday here or there with the other assistant manager but for the most part saturdays won't be so bad like this saturday next one coming i'm looking at i think a 12 to 6 shift that's not bad so i guess it's just because they just want management presence just to come through the gym make sure everything is running smoothly and then just leave for the day so no complaints I mean, I'm working with a lot of characters. <laughs> I'm r- <laughs> good characters. But... Question
1: though, before you continue on with that, how do you feel about um, the like schedules switching like every week? Are you okay with a schedule changing every week, or are you, or do you like a set schedule?
0: I have. Uh...
1: a... zombie I completely, I hate it. I hate it. You, you, I hate
0: it. You're a fan of the steady schedule. Yes. The the fixed schedule. Yes,
1: because then it it helps with like planning or like making plans yeah. or like you know like let's say if you want to see family or you have family in town or something you know comes up now it's like oh i gotta wait till sunday for my schedule to come out i can't i can't let you know that oh i like, got you, you know I, what got I, mean? got you. Like, I got
0: you i mean at least monday through fridays for the most part is fixed i'm gonna know ahead of time if they need me for a saturday because we're gonna alternate between the other oh, ones so all right but that makes sense yeah you know, i might I work do. a saturday or two in a month you know but if there's you know four weekends uh, I'm more than likely looking at two weekends off. But I'm going to alternate with the other assistant manager. All right. And then so my that, that makes the, sense. Then the, the club manager, she's <laughs> taking Sundays. So it's just me and the other girl. We're just alternating Saturdays here and there. So it's Gosh. pretty cool i like it because um my boss particularly i'm not sure if every gym is like that but my boss particularly is a big cheerleader of second chances yeah i was gonna say that that's actually rehabilitation and all that good stuff so she's 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 crazy she's a gemini like me so we're both crazy but she has a really really good heart so i have no complaints but moving on one of the topics that i wanted to talk about the main topic it's uh, another young lady that has taken the world by storm <laughs> do you know who i'm talking about N- you talking about natalie who the little- natalia. Natalia, 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 natalia natalia so Gray. you put me on to her and i swear i binged it within like both series like both whatever how many episodes literally within like I'm gonna be a honest, day and, have, and a half
1: i haven't watched it yet only because <laughs> i got only because i got stuck on chicago fire <laughs>
0: you watch chicago fire i
1: just started it had, i mean, i started watching it um when i was sick actually i, started I haven't binge, seen chicago I started fire binge watching Dude, I, I used to watch Chicago I cried PD twice in the last episode. Just you watched. cried, yes, yeah, twice. Like in the last I used episode, to watch.
0: I um, I used to watch Chicago PD with you know, Sophia about, Bush. I loved it.
1: Um, the the main the main detective in Chicago. He's still PD, there. He's in Chicago Fire.
0: Yeah, because it's all crossovers, right? Yeah, Chicago but, but, Med, but Chicago in Chicago PD, Fire and Chicago played,
1: Fire in Chicago Fire, he's like a dirty cop. And he, go, he goes to jail, does a little time, and then he comes back out, and now he's a detective. Or he's part of the, the um, yeah, I he, think he's a is detective that, now. Is yeah. that,
0: maybe that's like um, I think
1: I think Chicago PD is from when he, before, I mean, after he was a dirty cop and did his time.
0: Oh, okay. That's what yeah. I was about to say. Maybe that's how he became a, a cop in Chicago yeah. PD, by doing that. But I remember, I used to watch it all the time when my best friend, Sophia Bush was on it. She's famous for being on One Tree Hill. And she used to run in, into the room. Before she even gets into the room, body, clear, like, (laughs) all she said. Like, there was a dead body on the floor just there. I get, body, and (laughs) then just running around. I thought it was the most hilarious because she's famous for this sort of rasp, sort of, not a deep, like, hi, I'm Sophia Bush. But she has, like, this sort of rasp, and when she's screaming, you, you could tell that her... Her like her voice cuts like you know it breaks yeah, yeah. so it's like body <laughs> so it was so funny but back to Natalia Grace do you at least know the story of Natalia Grace
1: this girl she was in foster care and um, at the time. The family, the parent, the two, the couple that had adopted her assumed that she was only, I think it was eight years old. And supposedly she was really like a 20 year old woman.
0: She was never a 20 year old woman. There's proof like
1: that that, that.
0: documentation, DNA testing. And they found her mother and her mother even proved that when they adopted that girl, that girl was not 22 years old.
1: So they just assumed she was adult because well she has dwarfism. So they just no. She so was... <laughs> the
0: first sign right that made them believe she was 22 years old allegedly was they took her to Disneyland the when they adopted her, mm-hmm. and when mom goes to bathe her, she calls husband over and she's screaming because her eight-year-old adopted daughter or six whatever had pubic hair like literally had a bush.
1: But, I mean, but people, but Middle Eastern people, isn't that kind of, like, common, though? Like
0: Right. They're hairy, right? Yeah. So, they Google, and the Googler gives them an explanation <laughs> that... <laughs> girls could start developing as early on as the ages from 8 to 13 I believe it was so you know they chalk it up to maybe you know early puberty or something like that maybe it's just a unique situation when it comes to this young girl so why would we judge her why would we you know take her back over a couple of pubes but then I'm not sure if it was days or weeks later. Mom is recording the daughter, Natalia, and she's telling Natalia. She's insisting on Natalia to, you know, tell your father what's going on. Tell him. Tell him. Like on the, on camera, like recording. Like that's what sh- struck me odd. So she tells the little girl, tell what your father, wh- the father, what you've been hiding. The little girl goes, I've been having my period and I've been hiding it. And she's how old at this time? Hey, so now they're like my eight-year-old daughter has a full head of hair down there and she's having a period she must be older than what she says
1: but i mean things like that aren't uncommon though like they happen they're not uncommon but...
0: yeah so i believe that then became sort of a slippery slope for the family I'm not sure if that triggered the mom because I don't hear any I didn't hear any history of abuse or like before the girl came to the family. Right. But the mom gets convinced. And now the mom is interrogating this poor girl on a daily basis, like literally sticking a camera in her face and saying, tell me who you are. Tell me who you are. You're not who you are supposed to be. That's where things turn left. So I'm going to read you a little bit, guys. So the world is talking about Natalia Grace, the Ukrainian, like we said, orphan with a rare dwarfism condition, whose legal battle with her former adoptive parents, Christine and Michael Barnett, which by the way, you know, Christine didn't have any involvement in this documentary. She doesn't speak at all. But yeah, there's a whole lot of things that come out, come out, that come to light about Christine. So Grace, Grace's complicated life is covered in the Investigation Discovery new six hour docuseries, which is on HBO Max. It's called The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. That was the first one. And then the second part was The Curious Case of Natalia Grace, Natalia Speaks, which is available to stream again on Max. The series is a follow up to The curious case of natalie grace released back in may 2023 so in 2010 like i said grace was adopted by the indiana couple michael and christine burnett who have three biological sons which that gets very weird too the whole fucking family is weird as michael explained in the first episode of the docuseries at the time of adoption grace's ukrainian birth certificate showed her birthday as september 4th 2003 meaning grace would have been six years old this is something that he keeps forcing on us in the story in the docuseries that the adoption was closed closed adoption closed adoption i don't know anything about the adoption that was a lie this man is a liar so it's It's just a batch of weirdos. Michael says that the family quickly began to suspect that Grace was a fully grown adult masquerading as a child. In the first episode of season one, like I said, he also said that Grace harbored an evil streak, wanting to harm the three sons. In season one of the docuseries, Michael says Grace tried to kill Christine by poisoning her coffee cup and pulling her into an electric fence. A young girl you know with dwarfism f- did that.
1: You know what's funny? That sounds a lot like the movie Orphan.
0: <laughs> you know Natalia Gray says it in the she references the Orphan movie she says my parents should be sued for stealing literally the entire orphan movie because said, i know Ukrainian,
1: russian like really because i know the movie orphan was based on a true story of a girl named uh I'm not, Bar- barbara skrlova she's from the uh czech republic and Ooh. she was masquerading as a little girl and she was really a grown woman and did she kill anybody um yeah she actually like the movie like the movie orphan is based on what wow. she did like that's as...
0: fucking scary so natalia has denied trying to hurt the Barnetts and maintains that she was a minor at the top of at the time of her adoption in 2019 embassy news obtained court documents that stated hospital records from 2010 approximated grace's age as eight while hospital records from 2012 showed she was about 11. a dentist who appeared in the docu-series said that based on 2011 x-rays of natalia her age was about eight or nine but yet the family continued the narrative that she was an adult even though they have experts saying this I think girl they, i think they watch too much orphan is not an adult <laughs> i think they watched this too girl's an age like they couldn't pinpoint her age but they gave a window how does eight to 11 years old jump to 22 23 you know in 2012 the barnett successfully changes grace birth certificate to reflect a 1989 birth year so they go from being born in 2003 to being born in 1989 that's crazy so she to me
1: be 33 years old yes 33 34
0: <laughs> They recall, um, they also rented an apartment for Grace to live alone and dropped her off and moved to Canada.
1: What?
0: Not one apartment, two apartments. Because the poor girl got evicted from the first apartment. What would you like to know how she got evicted from the first apartment?
1: Did, well, I mean, I would assume she's a little girl. Like how, I mean they
0: didn't evict her for a little girl. So reluctantly these people believed and went with the idea that this was some little woman when in fact they were living next to a little girl. So, she's a little girl. She doesn't know house etiquette, rules, um, boundaries. So, she became attached to certain people. She would, at the end of the day, harass and technically stalk these people. In the the manner that, like, imagine you had a soccer game. There was a particular family that they would say they would go to the, the kid's soccer game and here goes natalia calling three four five six times within the same hour and it's because she i just it breaks my heart because i feel like this little girl just wanted someone yeah that's what she just sounds wanted like, friends you know, like this she's was an, alone like alone her family well, in her, an apartment family
1: just left her behind <laughs>
0: her neighbors said that um there will be times where like they'll be opening the door to their house and here comes natalia wobbling across the street walks right in with them there were times where their door were open they look there goes little natalia right, like that, that's kind of a so creepy,
1: as but, uh, <laughs> so thinking
0: that she's an adult of course that you're gonna that's right. gonna freak them out of course and who do i believe it there's a narrative going on that she was very sexual even at that age interesting I wonder where she would she get that kind of behavior from though exactly there's a couple of neighbors that are still convinced that Natalia is a grown woman is th- was a grown woman and at the end of the day allude to pedophilia because this older lady says she went home and she had her grandson playing uh, at home. He had a friend or a cousin. They're playing video games and he, the boy says that Natalia came over. They invite Natalia in and he says that... Well, the boy wasn't speaking, the, the, the grandma. Grandma alleges that her grandson tells her that natalia was a little too close to him and a little too touchy and friendly and he must have felt uncomfortable he kicked her out you know there's a second incident in that complex when she was living where they say that natalia went over to play with this young boy and they saw her unbuckling and opening his pants dad comes over reprimands her screams at her says if you come near my Kid again, I'll kill you or hurt you, or whatnot. Mind you, this dad doesn't speak in the documentary. It's hearsay at the end of the day. Right. You know, dad wanted no th- wanted no involvement. So it's hearsay what the neighbors saying. I.
1: But I, if it's something that's serious and you see that everything is, or people are speaking on some, why wouldn't you want to come forward?
0: Well, I, I believe people started speaking up and people started um complaining. So eventually, that's what drove to the eviction. Mm. you know right so the barnett family picked her up and dropped her off into another house but this time this apartment was on the second landing this poor girl with her little legs would have to climb up the steps to the house another set of steps to the door to open it open the door and then climb another flight of maybe 16 steps to get to her apartment Where the stove wasn't accessible because it was too big for her. Cabinets weren't accessible because they were too tall. You know. So you had someone, whether you thought she was adult or not. You had someone with special needs. Living in an environment where, where it wasn't conducive to her. It wasn't healthy. And I believe that's when they got in trouble. Because poor little Natalia goes missing for like two, three days. Two, three days. Oh, shit. I believe. They go crazy, of course. They're looking for her they the organization she i believe she was going to get her ged
1: at eight was going to the school to get her education but don't they ask for id and stuff like i'm pretty sure they well, do well imagine like, they cause... changed
0: the birth certificate so there goes the birth certificate there goes her id she's 33
1: oh they changed her birth they certificate.
0: changed her birth certificate they were able to wow. go to court and change her birth certificate
1: but that so then the court screwed that all up then the why, whole why, court why was...
0: system has screwed this girl
1: over like, why was there no thorough investigation into who this girl really was? Like, how the hell a court just, just, okay, she's 33 years old. Here you go. Like, what? Right. Oh my God, that's insane.
0: So they, like I said, they rented a second apartment for Grace to live in alone. And this time, they had dropped her off and moved to Canada because her oldest son and the only son that was involved in the documentary, he was like a, a what, is, what is those words, a prodigy. No, uh you know one of those smart bright kids um
1: yeah, he, wouldn't it be a, like a child prodigy yeah like
0: a child prodigy he was in the news he was an expert he was going to go to early college courses in Canada Canada wanted him to go to some sort of special school out there so she she picks up and she goes drops her off to this apartment in 2012 but this time Grace had been cared by another couple so she, when she went missing and they searched for her this organization that she was getting her gd at calls the family back and they go don't worry we found grace she's not missing she's staying with this family she's fine so now the barnett family is like what the fuck? who is she staying with and those two people turned out to be bishop antoine and cynthia manns michael said in the first season of the docuseries that the man's met grace when she was living alone and moved her into their home Three days after they met her. But that that was enough for them. They knew that this was a child. So they took her. And then in the documentary, they want to allude to the fact, you take her in after three days? Oh, and they had her food stamp card. They were just doing it for the food stamps. They were just doing
1: it for the money. But they were also taking care of her, though. So but mind like- you, to this
0: day, Natalia still has connection with that family. They're not. She's not living with them. But she's older now. Yeah, she but should be, like, almost. To this day, she, I believe, spent at least a good, maybe five ten years with them oh wow Yeah, because the story it's it's been going on for the past couple of years it's just hit you know nationwide worldwide you know headlines now today.com reached out to the attorneys for natalia grace michael and christine barnett and also attempted to contact antoine and cynthia Mann. none of them replied to request for a comment i believe it's confidentiality agreements now they really can't make really speak and do interviews because of the whole series on max which by the way i've never seen a documentary end in a cliffhanger like i don't know i went it starts you start you start questioning the people first of all michael barnett he seems unhinged he's a pathological liar um and then i don't know where it switches over to that it was the wife that was evil all along he was just a punk that couldn't speak up he was just the sissy that couldn't stand up to his wife
1: probably just a safe face so he doesn't look like the bad one
0: but even natalia says that um michael i don't think i think natalia does admit that michael never really physically
1: hurt her but you want to know what's funny though but
0: she is hurt that michael physically
1: didn't do anything you want to know what's funny though that actually is exactly how the movie the orphan went it was the mom who started realizing that the girl um Was like wasn't who she says she was, and the husband was kind of like you're crazy. Like was like you know he was like what's going on? Like what's wrong with you? And he never really noticed until that's you know when she started acting out and doing all this crazy. And the orphan
0: doesn't the dad die?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he does get killed. And uh, and, imagine and, in,
0: and in this story, dad doesn't die, but dad loses everything. You might as well say that that was a death for him. Wait, because is Christine he... is good. Christine has no involvement in the interview. Christine um, released a message on Facebook saying, oh, that's not the Natalia that we knew. You know, still sticking to her story. She just didn't want to be a part of it. But she doesn't want to be a part of it because she is villain number one in this story. She abused the girl. She would have this poor little girl stand up against the wall. And you have it on camera, Christine. So it helps me believe. It helps me to support Natalia and dad when they say you had her standing up against the wall for hours. Eight hours at a time. There was one time where Michael describes he... She had Natalia Grace on the floor, and she was just pounding, pounding and pounding on the poor girl, telling her, tell me where you're from. Tell me who you are. Tell me who you are. This girl has soiled herself, you know, number two, number one on herself. It's just crazy. And mind you, the son actually spoke in the documentary. I believe he's living in the basement of his dad. Him and his mom are not really fucking with each other. The mom has the two youngest sons. So probably he... And the he smart kid, but this is the you know, smart I mean. kid. He's with dad. He reunited with dad. And what's crazy, Natalia says even the boys abused her. Mom the got young ones? the three boys oh, three of them. to abuse Natalia. The oldest, it, it was like pulling a tooth out. But the oldest admits that his mom got him to urinate all over natalia's things wow and he said that mom told him this is what the doctors told me to do to discipline her this is good for her Pain all over her bed in her book bag all over her belongings
1: i mean if you think about it even if you're you know a child prodigy you're gonna listen to your parents you know you're you're you to you to kids you know their parents know best especially when you're at a young age like that so if his mom is telling him this it's not hard to believe that he would believe her there's
0: even um they caught dialogue because he was still mic'd in and he didn't he forgot he was mic'd in where he's talking to his dad upstairs and he says i i I don't want to talk about this anymore um i'm not going to mention when we kicked her down the stairs wow like this girl live through hell it's sad. and even neighbors like neighbors accusing her of going into apartments in those complexes when she lived well we saw her going to an apartment for three hours
1: <laughs> i feel like i feel like those people they just they just want something ex- like interesting to this girl was
0: exposed to a lot of things even if she was sexually promiscuous at 8 9 10 that's 11 that's heard. because like, someone that? exposed her to that's
1: that. that's why i was thinking i'm like where did which like to know about stuff like that and to possibly do things like that it's like where would you get that from you know what i mean like because when she was in the foster system she was how old six
0: she was yeah she was adopted at six so probably
1: she was ex- she's been exposed to probably her and there own. were certain
0: things that happened to her in ukraine too that her mind has blocked it out she keeps saying about this um incident where she's hiding they hear footsteps she's hiding Some of the kids run off, run back to their bed, but her little legs, how could she possibly run back to the bed fast enough like the other kids? Right. So she's hiding and that i get goose pimples goosebumps this figure with a mask came around and was just staring at her seconds later figure leaves and then like one of the nurses or one of the you know orphan people like Mm -hmm. you know workers come in take her back to bed like that's crazy memory sits with her and she describes a man taking her and like bringing her back and they found a picture and showed her the photo in this documentary and she's like where did you get this and you can see natalia it looked like she was it looked like colonel sanders was about to change her diaper in the photo literally it was some white man with white hair or not but it's just so weird the story so many plot holes and twists and turns in season two of the docuseries grace addressed one of the barnett's claims that they (laughs) woke up one night and they were she was standing at the foot of their bed with a knife. Natalia says they're bad, even if she was standing at the Randy foot
1: probably of just saw, like, what, like her forehead.
0: Yeah, okay. then she said, and what's great about the interview, she does have a sit down with Michael, her adoptive dad. hmm mm. and she tells him, where did this knife story come from? Oh, one night you were in our room standing with a knife. She's like, that never happened. I know what I saw,
1: I know what I saw.
0: Cause that's how he acts. And she's like, Michael, I couldn't even see over your bed. Your bed was tall.
1: What this look like a like a little Chucky doll? I, I,
0: I know what I saw. And she demonstrated as an adult. She's like, mm. she I can't close my hands. Where her dwarfism, her fingers, they don't bend the way ours do. All
1: right. So what night so does she have been holding? She
0: If she's holding a knife, it's like this.
1: Right, it's like tilting out. You could like,
0: it's like one little finger that like, it's like gripping it. Aside from that, you can slap the shit out of her hand. Even other little people in the documentary that participate in the documentary. And they said, listen, unless I have a firearm, I'm not hurting an adult. (laughs) Nowhere near. Could I do that?
1: Than even holding a firearm, like you would need both hands. Like use your fingers. Like, how would they even hold? A like
0: <laughs> how would they be able to? Uh, you know. Steady the gun and aim and point oh, before God. someone could eat, kick or run or throw something at them. I'm not even trying to be funny. These are little people. Like, really. Oh, Lord. Put your hand on their forehead. Like, are you, are they really going to be able to reach and, and swing? They might bite you. But are, are they going to, like, be able to, like, claw your eyes out? You
1: no, know it is. Probably they were thinking too much of the the movie Orphan. That they're, they're, they started probably getting to them. And they started probably hallucinating and seeing things that they wanted to be true but weren't
0: she was only eight years old and 37 pounds christine is the real monster natalia says michael is the accomplice to the monster in season two christine grace also denied trying to poison christine by por- pouring cleaning product into her coffee cup and stating i want to kill you she said that christine had beat her regularly and she forced grace to spray cleaner inside her cup first stage scene on camera so christine would allegedly put this poor girl up to do things like
1: home movies like what the fuck oh
0: and Christine Christine was trying to set up Natalia with grown adult men so wow now whoever's accusing of Natalia of being sexually promiscuous I'm sorry mom might have exposed her to that Christine there's messages where she wrote to a grown man telling him if he wants to hang out with um Natalia another little person in a wheelchair when he saw her, he's like hell no and stopped talking to her christine even told this person i stopped loving um natalia when i found out she was sleeping with my husband
1: oh i actually seen that um they were talking about something the,
0: the husband and natalia has denied it's just crazy i, I it's just crazy it's a really really man, it
1: sounds a lot like the orphan
0: and there's so much it's more insane. that i'm not even mentioning i'm just like ice skating over the topic like, there's literally. so much more
1: that if you watch th- that the happened. orphan that's exactly how the orphan had like the little girl and the orphan tries to seduce the dad tries to seduce him and i, mean, I think that's when the dad that's when the dad started to you know like- and everybody's
0: saying it's because christine had this complex they, they they're a wealthy family they were already in news and in stuff like that dude i'm telling you like this because is of the boy right the like- and christine a lot of people believe the narrative that christine adopted this poor girl with special needs so that she could be like look I'm a great person. look at this, look at this on the floor, barely could walk. look what I could do because Christine, her son has autism, is autistic and he's so smart. So Christine has like this God complex like I made him. Oh I did God. that and I could do it again. Watch me. Watch, Watch me it, do it with Natalia. People. Watch like me. in their own
1: way. They, I mean, not even in their own way, because the autistic people are very intelligent.
0: Yeah, you know? people just don't. So a lot of people are running with the narrative that that's what Natalia was for her. It was going to be another big break, but Natalia didn't fit into the narrative. Natalia was too, too much, and so it became like, well, I can't just give her up. I can't give her back because then people are going to talk about me. So what could I do to get rid of her? Oh. I'm going to pretend she's an adult
1: and just put her in an apartment and move away. <laughs> like
0: crazy to me. Crazy, crazy, crazy. They didn't get in trouble for like child abuse or anything like that. That's crazy. They got in trouble because at the end of the day, even if she's legally an adult, she is legally your daughter and you put your daughter who has special needs in an environment where it was not healthy for her. So it was neglectful to, I believe it was a person with a handicap. Well, especially, you know, they had yeah. the law jargon, court jargon. But they got in trouble for leaving a handicapped person in a place that was not really adequate for, for them. That's what they got went to court for. And in court, even though they have proof, Natalia was eight years old. The judge uh, made it clear they could not mention age or birth certificate and i believe adoption in the trial against the dad so the dad went clean he was found not guilty because they could not but that's the biggest
1: factor in everything is her age
0: they could not use her age in trial god so
1: and this is a u.s judicial system guys. this was a little girl
0: (laughs) fighting in court Pretty much adults. And she participated in the trial. She 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 spoke.
1: Yeah. I mean, she kind of had to. Like, she, yeah. she had Ask me no what she...
0: happened to mom. Oh, insufficient evidence. So they dropped the case. How? Wow. But before people complain, they're ready. They're done. Based on public opinion, you're guilty. Yeah. yeah. People are upset that you haven't served time in jail. You deserve time in jail. Both of you, Michael and Christine. Natalia, you need therapy really 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 consistent therapy for the next few years because i believe if you don't address certain issues you're 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 gonna just end up becoming just another broken adult god forbid doing god knows what you know i'm sure there's some demons that she needs to shake off oh definitely whatever this sexual Promiscuity that they're Accusing her of if it is true She needs to address that before She is dealing with the wrong kind of People Mm -hmm. But yeah aside from that I really Have no much not much else to say to the story other than natalia michael christine the son and everyone else involved in this scenario are fucking whacked out really whacked out second like the the first time it happens to me i'm calling the cops no honestly i'm calling the cops yeah Yeah, hi this is the second time an adult i'm using air quotes an adult has walked into my house Either you do something or I do something. Or whatever the situation is. Like, nobody calls the cops. Nobody makes reports. But then her herself
1: as well. Like, she didn't. Her knowing that she's really her young age as she is. Why does she kind of just play along with the whole being in an apartment by herself?
0: She was abused. Abused and brainwashed. Literally they had her trained allegedly they had her trained like a dog hi this is natalia hi i'm natalia like let's say hey jb say hi to natalia meet natalia i'm natalia i'm 30 years old and i and i try to kill my mom wow so imagine you're like oh <laughs> okay <laughs> weirdo <laughs> Like the yes. neighbors would say that she would have conversations And they'd be like well why do you live here by yourself Natalia Why does your family barely visit you They just drop things off And they'd be like oh why do they just drop you off why, barely, why do they barely visit you And she'd be like cause I try to kill my mom why would you try to kill your mom? Because... like that, just like that. It's really, really a crazy story. So we definitely recommend that um, documentary if you haven't seen it already. I mean, you don't have to see it. You pretty much got the whole story here. But yeah, you should definitely check it out. It's available on Max. And until then, any final thoughts?
1: Honestly, that whole this whole thing just had me lost for words. Like I don't even know what to say. But it's like just, it's crazy. It's, it's Insane. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. Um, but no, I mean, I, I mean definitely have to check that out though because it, it just sounds it sounds interesting but yes
0: it's very interesting it's scary interesting even i had dylan watching he was like what what are you watching and i explained the story and he just sat down and i like, binged it with me it's crazy but on that note guys thank you for tuning in thank you for continuing to support us Two of our episodes are international super shout outs to cuba and where else uk Yeah, Yeah, the UK, England, England. So thank you guys. Keep tuning in, and until next time, bye.